This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I got a special recording for you today. Good friend, Kevin Poliantiwa, who did a keynote address at last year's Father Fest 2014. And I wanted to play this because, you know, we get emails and calls and, you know, workshops and trainings. And as we know, men are struggling. And I don't just mean struggling financially or just with the child support issues or marriages or some of the things that we uh, struggle with. Just inside, uh, uh, emotionally, mentally. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to play this uh, by Kevin Pauliamtiwa. Kevin is a trainer and facilitator for fatherhood and healthy relationships programs in the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community. Uh, he's a great, great, great speaker, great partner of Father Matters. And I just thought it would be great for Kevin, for you to hear uh, Kevin's presentation when he presented at Father Fest 2014. Jeremy, let's go ahead and let that roll. So today, within this half hour that I have here, I'm going to talk about uh, many different things. But before I get started... um, I just want to give you a brief uh, history about me. Uh, as mentioned, my name is Kevin Puliamtua. I'm Hopi from the Hopi Reservation up northern Arizona. I was raised up there on the Hopi Reservation till I was about 16. And then at 16, I left and uh, moved to Flagstaff to finish my schooling. I moved in with my stepfather there. Eventually went to college and, like many of our native youth, uh, didn't last very long in college. About a year and a half later, I dropped out which is very, pretty typical for our Native communities, um, and also due to uh, drinking alcohol. You know, that feeling of uncomfortableness, not, being able, not feeling like you belong, you know, that strange feeling that I had. You know, the only way I felt I could make friends was, okay, well, I got a party. Because one of the wonderful things that our Native students get when they go away to college is a nice big check, right? Financial aid check. But we've never been taught how to manage that money. You're talking about thousands of dollars, $5,000 probably. Okay, so I don't know anybody. I'm not comfortable. How do I get people around me? And so that's what we did. All right, well, Kevin's going to throw a party. And somebody was talking about earlier this morning, I think it was Vance, talking about your friends coming over and eating your food and drinking your beer, all that stuff, right? And then you see them on campus and they don't even acknowledge you, you know? But that was my life for many years until I met this wonderful woman who... Uh, ended up becoming my wife, and I'm very thankful for her. Because as you all know, a good woman will change a man, right? And change you in a good way. Unfortunately, men don't always see it that way. Men see it as, oh, well, she's trying to change me. She's trying to make me become something I'm not. I was this way when she met me. She needs to accept that. Well, if you think back again historically, through time, through the evolution of man, we've always changed, right? We're always changing. We still change today. Even in our relationships, we change on a daily basis. Some of us grow up. Some of us stay in the same place. 
Some of us just age in years, but we get stuck in that same place. Some of us gain wisdom. Now, every single one of us grows up acquiring experiences and knowledge, right? But we don't reach that level of wisdom. Because wisdom is only achieved when you're able to combine that knowledge and experience into something positive. And unfortunately, some of our men have a hard time making that connection. And as we're going to learn through this day, that us as men play a very important role in the survival of our communities, in the success of the lives of our children. Because that's why we're all here, right? At the end of the day, the work I do, I work with men and women, adult men and women in the community, in the jails, all over the place. I work with them. But at the end of the day, the work that I do is for the kids because they're the ones that are going to benefit. What you're going to see today, what you may have already started, and if you haven't, then you're going to start today. What you will start will affect generations to come. You're not going to see it today. You may not see it in your lifetime, but it will stay there. We have to think about our legacy. What is it that I'm going to leave behind? Many of you, or not many of you, maybe some of you, may not have the positive memories of your father. Some of you may not even have had the experience of the enjoyment of having a father. That has affected us, and we carry that into adulthood. Working with the men in jail, men that are there, domestic violence, DUIs, assault, carry around a lot of pain. Many of our youth now are involved in gangs, and they're becoming incarcerated, if not dying, because of that big hole that's continuously missing. So you men here that are here today, I want to commend you. I want to say thank you to every single one of you that are here because you're the ones that are making a difference and you're very important and your families will benefit from you being here today. I want to go ahead and go into this clip that kind of sets everything, sets the tone for what we're going to be talking about today. <clears throat> oh, uh, the um, uh, n- knock, knock, that's the one, yes. As a boy, I shared a game with my father. Played it every morning till I was three. He would knock, knock on my door and I'd pretend to be asleep till he got right next to the bed. Then I would get up and jump into his arms. Good morning, Papa. And my Papa, he would tell me that he loved me. We shared a game, knock, knock. Until that day when the knock never came. And my mama takes me on a ride past cornfields on this never ending highway till we reach a place of high rusty gates. A confused little boy I entered the building carried in my mama's arms. Knock, knock. We reach a room of windows and brown faces. Behind one of the windows sits my father. I jump out of my mama's arms and run joyously towards my papa's, only to be confronted by this window. I knock, knock, trying to break through the glass, trying to get to my father. I knock, knock as my mama pulls me away before my papa even says a word. And for years he has never said a word. And so 25 years later I write these words for the little boy in me who still awaits his papa's knock. Papa, come home because I miss you. Miss you waking me up in the morning and telling me you love me. Papa, come home because there's things I don't know and I thought maybe you could teach me how to shave, how to dribble a ball, how to talk to a lady, how to walk like a man. Papa, come home because I decided a while back I want to be just like you, but I'm forgetting who you are. 
And 25 years later, a little boy can try to heal and try to father myself. And I dream up a father who says the words, my father did not, dear son. I'm sorry I never came home. For every lesson I failed to teach here, these words. Shave in one direction with strong, deliberate strokes to avoid irritation. Dribble the page with the brilliance of your ballpoint pen. Walk like a god and your goddess will come to you. No longer will I be there to knock on your door, so you must learn to knock for yourself. Knock, knock down doors of racism and poverty that I could not. Knock, knock on doors of opportunity for the lost brilliance of the black men who crowd these cells. Knock, knock with diligence for the sake of your children. Knock, knock for me, for as long as you are free, these prison gates cannot contain my spirit. Spirit. The best of me still lives in you. Knock, knock with the knowledge that you are my son, but you are not my choices. Yes, we are our father's sons and daughters, but we are not their choices. For despite their absences, we are still here, still alive, still breathing, with the power to change this world, one little boy and girl at a time. Knock, knock, who's there? We are. <laughs> That's real. That's real. And unfortunately, that's real common. Where is dad? Where is his father? He's in prison, right? Can't touch his dad. He runs up to meet him and greet him. He's happy and wants to hug him, but he can't. 35 years later, he still has that pain. He's got a hole in his soul that can't be filled, or can it? And it can, right? Those feelings that he has, they're all learned. They're things that were learned growing up, not having his father there. Not having his father there to teach him how to dribble the ball, to shave shave his face, you know, to talk to a girl. Do we see that in our communities today? Oh, yes, right? A lot of disrespect to our women because men aren't there to teach them. We see that every day, kids walking around. You see a mother walking down the street with three or four kids towing behind her, and dad's nowhere to be found. This is what we deal with. Somebody mentioned earlier this morning also, again, not to pass judgment, right? And that's so true. We don't pass judgment on people. First of all, we don't have the authority to do that, right? We don't have that authority. And also, we don't need to pass judgment because every single person that we come across is dealing with something we know nothing about. We know nothing about. Everybody has their struggles. I have my struggles. Everybody else here is going through something that I have no idea what it is. We have our own lives, the, ways that, the way that we've grown up. How do we fill this void? How many of you had your father in your life? Look around you. Look around you. There's quite a few here, which is unusual. But that's probably why you're here today, too. Because you did have that. You know what it's like. Many fathers, many men don't have that. Many youth growing up today don't have that because, as mentioned in the statistics earlier by Vance, too, a lot of our men are incarcerated. They're there. Now, my question to you is, are these men bad people? No. There are no bad people, right? People who make bad choices, 
is what we have. And that's why we have this belief that people deserve a second chance, right? You talk about Jesus. That's what he's about, right? Second chances. Everybody deserves that. And so with the work that we do in the, in the, in the uh, Department of Corrections, that's our attitude. Vance mentioned, you don't, you don't ask why they're there. You don't care why they're there. What we want to know is what it is they want out of life and how can we help them get that because they deserve a second chance also. I want to talk a little bit more also about being a man, being a father. Uh, was it one? One? I want, to, I want to thank you for sharing. You know, that was very powerful. And that's what we need to see more of amongst men. Amongst men. We have no problem doing that with our women. Acknowledging them, hugging them, giving them that emotion. But from man to man, it's difficult sometimes. So it's very powerful to see that. And I really appreciate that. And I see how much, you, how much love you have for your brother. And that's something that nobody can ever take away from you guys. That'll never be taken away. But I want to let you know that just because you don't have kids doesn't mean you're not a father. You are a father. You're a father to all those young men and women in your family, in the community. That's how we were taught as Native Americans growing up. That when you become an uncle, you're now a father. You take on that responsibility. And so I have to model myself to what I want them to be. And that's not easy. That's not easy. It's a hard thing. There's a lot of pressure also. So we have to think about that. You know, there was a presentation by the domestic violence shelter here. Places like that shouldn't exist. They shouldn't have to be in business. But unfortunately, they are. And we have to think about some of that, too. In our, in our houses, in our homes, who am I as a father? What does being a father mean to me? Does it mean bringing, getting a job, bringing money home, putting food and clothing on the table on the children's backs, keeping the lights on, right? There's a lot more to that. That emotional support that we need to give our children that modeling that we need to provide for our children, for our young men. How many of you have young boys? Anybody here have young boys? All right. Girls? All right. I've got two daughters of my own and one son. I've got a 16-year-old daughter, a 15-year-old daughter. Well, she'll be 15 next month, and a 6-year-old son. What I do in my house is very important because I set the expectations for my kids. I teach my daughters what they need to expect out of a man. So if I want her to end up in a relationship with a man who's going to take care of her and treat her like a princess, then I need to do that for her. I need to do that to her mother, right? So that means that I need to be doing the dishes as well. I need to be cleaning. I need to be doing the laundry, right? I need to be go taking them to the doctor, attending those parent-teacher conferences. That's my responsibility, because I'm teaching my daughter, that's what you need to expect. So little Mr. Knucklehead over here comes along trying to get at her. She's not going to have anything to do with that, right? Because you know that my dad, you're not doing, you don't do half the stuff my dad does. I don't want to be with you, right? You're lazy. And she moves on. With my son, I teach my son what he needs to do to respect a woman. How I talk to her. 
How do you talk to your, your wife, your girlfriend? Do you yell and scream at her? Do you put her down? Do you contradict her in front of the kids when it comes to parenting and discipline? Those are things that we all have to be aware of. Being a father is a, is, is a daily struggle. It's a lot of work. It's not easy. You know? And some men are scared of that. They're scared of that responsibility because they were never taught that responsibility. There was nobody there to guide them, to lead them, to help them dribble that ball, talk to a girl, to shave. All of those things are missing. So how do we expect a man to be a good father if he's never had the guidance? And unfortunately, our parents weren't given classes like fatherhood or parenting classes to be able to learn these things either, right? They learned these things by things that were given to them by their parents. How many of you guys have a toolbox at home? All right, there's one guy here that doesn't have one. Somebody better help him out, all right? Going to have to take his man card if he doesn't have, have a toolbox, right? Any of you work on cars? Okay, this is a handful. Any of you used to work on cars? More, okay. All right, so, you know, back maybe about 10 years ago, it, you could still work on your car, right? All you had to do, you could give yourself a whole complete tune-up and be fine. Now, you need one of those little laptop things, right? You got to plug it in in order for it to figure out what's wrong with it. And once you figure out what's wrong with it, you got to figure out how, where on the engine that part is that you're looking for, right? Because now your engine is sitting sideways. Batteries in the back, probably, you know? So everything is switched around. Everything has changed, right? So we've been given things. We've been given tools in your toolbox. You probably have a crescent wrench. You've got a Phillips and a, 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 a flathead screwdriver, a pair of pliers, maybe. Um, you've got things that are pretty universal and work for a lot of different things, right? But in order for you to keep that car running, you got to buy new tools, right? Now you have to have these little star bit things for the screws, right? You know, flathead is kind of obsolete. Are you, you know? So you have to acquire new tools constantly to keep that thing moving because your cars change. Every couple years, they're putting something else in there, right? Now you got this hybrid stuff, and I don't know what you do with those, right? But in order for you to continue to work on it, you've got to educate yourself. Parenting is no different. As a father, you were given tools based on what you learned. Grandma, grandpa, your mom, your dad, your uncles, your aunts, things that you picked up. Things that tend to work pretty well for most things. However, when you grew up, it's nothing like what your kids are growing up through today. It's different. We don't understand that. Our 50-year-olds that are here plus... How many of you know how to work one of these things? <laughs> right? Your grandkids, they're standing there. They don't even have to look, right? And they're texting and doing all this stuff now. And now you don't even have to do that. You just talk into it, and hopefully it sends the right message, right? It doesn't correct it and send something completely strange. But so in order for us to keep our children running, we have to acquire new tools. We need to learn how to navigate one of these things. We need to learn how to navigate a computer because if we don't know how to do that, guess what? That's where all the predators are hiding. That's where they live. So if I was a father, in my duty to protect my kids, I need to make sure I know what they're using and how to use it myself so I can protect them. You know, these are very hard things, but that's what today is about. It's about being real. You're listening to the Father Matter Show with Van Sims, and today's guest was Kevin Pauliantua. 
We'll be back after this. Are you in need of family law legal services? Contact fathermatters.org. Our purpose is to provide free legal assistance services to fathers and their families. Remember, you have the right to see your children, and no parent can take that right away from you. Being responsible financially for your children is required by law, but even parents without financial means have the right to see their children. Don't let a legal matter stop you from being an excellent and involved parent. For more information about free family law legal services, log on to fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. And we're back with Kevin Poliamtiwa. If you're just listening, just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Jeremy, I, I just wanted to play that, man. I know we couldn't finish it, but just for men that struggle, just give them something to think about. Let them know they are not alone, man, because we're trying to do life on our own. What do you think about that message today from Kevin? Oh, he's such a powerful speaker. I'm a big fan. And, you know, you might not go through every one of those things, but he mentioned something that everybody has had seen or has somebody through their family or something. And, and yeah, it's tough, but, yeah, you have to just hang in, be strong, and be that role model. I, 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 love, the, I love the speech. And, and what I love and, I, and what I want men to know and women, for some of the women that's listening to this show, you know, you can have your husband, a boyfriend, a brother play the archive show. Please do. But don't, like, put it in his face. It's like, look, look, you should be doing laundry. You should be doing that. Just 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 maybe suggest that, you know, and, but then for the men that's listening to this, man, if, if you are struggling with life, contact fathermatters.org. Even if we're not in your state, maybe we have a partner a partner and agency in your state or something, or we can just keep in touch. But, but, but Jeremy is just so important as for us as men to unzip our hearts with each other. Definitely. Let it, let it be known that, yeah, again, sometimes you got to do the laundry, you got to do the dishes, but the role model aspect of it is, yeah. And then you don't realize the eyeballs of, of everybody that are looking on you and what, how they're interacting and how they really are grasping it. But they do, once they see it long enough, they're like, oh, okay, I, I get how it is. I, I get it. And they may not ever tell you that, but your actions are going further than anything you could ever say. Yeah, and I love one part where Kevin said, you know, look around the room. You know, we had a room full of men. And, you know, you never know when someone is going through something, you know, because like he said, all of us are going through something. And if we're not going through something, we might have just came out of something. You know, so we've got to connect as men. Stop trying to take life on uh, uh, and just just reach out. And, you know, so, again, if you're struggling with life, or if you're going through something, if you need someone to talk to, contact Father Matters. Email us, father, uh, info at fathermatters.org. So, Jer- Jeremy, uh, uh, again, this was one of those things where it's like we needed to let the people hear this. Yeah, this was one that it was such a, I mean, awesome to be at the event and to to have that, to be able to bring that out of it and let everybody else listen. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and next week, you know, we're going to go in, uh, next week we got Stu Burns coming in from Bank of America because we are approaching tax time. Because a lot of us, you know, we are struggling with our finances as well as marriages or whatever. But, you know, if you're struggling with finances or something, tune in next week to the Father Matters show. Stu Burns, we're going to touch on some 
some personal issues with finances. So I want to thank you for listening to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.